Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Welcome back to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast. This is our one-year anniversary. We have made it through a year of podcasts with a longer-than-anticipated break in the middle. We had a few things that came up, but we're back on track with weekly episodes of laser therapy research and interviews, and I hope you've been able to enjoy some of these episodes. What I thought we'd do for our first year uh, kind of recap here is just go back to some of the most popular episodes that we've had. So sorting through thousands of downloads here and found that neuropathy was the number one most downloaded episode uh, that we've had. And actually there are several neuropathy episodes that have all had some pretty good download numbers. So I think that tells me there's quite a bit of interest in neuropathy, how to utilize laser in your practice to treat neuropathy. Now, we've done five uh, individual podcasts for neuropathy here, and we'll drop those links in the show notes, but we've talked quite a bit about chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy uh, and diabetic neuropathy, as well as the mechanisms of uh, how neuropathy actually occurs, how nerve regeneration occurs, and even an interview with Dr. Scott Ackridge uh, way back in episode six about uh, managing peripheral neuropathy when you see it in your clinic. And I think it's important to point out here that We've done five episodes over a year, yes, and that's absolutely been the the biggest hit kind of that we've had uh, is with these neuropathy episodes. So even though we've done these these five episodes, and I think they've done uh, quite well as far as providing some good information for practitioners out there, I want to remind you that there's a lot more that we have not talked about yet. As a matter of fact, just a quick look at the research, we've got 37 studies that have been done on carpal tunnel alone, which is not your um, kind of peripheral neuropathy that a lot of people think of as a neuropathy, but it absolutely is, right? The next one we've got uh, postherpetic neuralgia, 17 studies on that one. All of them, by the way, showed positive results. Optic nerve injury, seven studies on that one. All of those also positive for results. And then for diabetic neuropathy, 22 studies that have been done. And this, these are at least that many have been done. There's probably some more that I have not uh, gotten my fingers on yet, but uh, there's at least that many that have been done. And I think it's worth taking a look at why these studies are being done, why so many studies are being done with laser and neuropathy. I think a lot of it actually traces back to the fact that there's no real good treatments for peripheral neuropathies. You know, you've got medications that can quiet the symptoms. You've got uh, some, uh, excuse me, some physical therapy modalities that can be helpful, sure. Uh, but we don't really have any good treatment strategies when it comes to neuropathy. And laser has been shown to work so well that I think it's gaining more and more steam among researchers, seeing that it can be very, very helpful to patients. Uh, it can be fairly easy to study. Laser's pretty easy to blind uh, and even double blind studies for. And that also, as patients are doing their research, they're seeing more about laser therapy for neuropathy and nerve injuries. So I'm hoping that as we continue to go forward, we're gonna continue to see more studies being published on neuropathy, nerve injuries, and nerve pain, 
and how laser therapy can be used to help because that's what we need. We need more and more studies to be done to be able to prove that laser therapy can work well. My next thought, looking at our download numbers for podcasts, is why was neuropathy such a popular topic? You know, yes, we did talk about it in five separate episodes, but that's not that many out of all the ones that we've done. So why was this so popular? Why were there so many downloads of neuropathy-focused podcasts? And I think one is that there's a lot of practitioners who know that laser can work, or they've heard from several sources that laser therapy can work, for neuropathy treatments, and they want to know how to do it. They want to know how to use laser for nerve injuries and for neuropathy because as physical therapists or chiropractors, if you can be providing a non-invasive, uh, non-drug approach for patients, I mean, that's kind of our thing, right? And even if you're outside of the non-drug, non-surgical approaches, if you are in neurology or oncology, you know that what you have to offer these patients is really not satisfactory. And I have not met many docs who just love prescribing endless amounts of medications for pain. You guys would much rather be able to do something about it to bring pain levels down. I mean, that is why we all got into healthcare, right? Is to help patients and to be able to increase the quality of their lives, not necessarily to write them up with endless rehab or endless exercises at home. We'd like to be able to help fix patients and fix their problems. And really, that's kind of the promise that laser has, is to be able to reverse nerve damage and leave patients significantly better after completing a course of care. And that is exactly why laser therapy is good for neuropathy and nerve damage. It is not simply covering up the symptoms, but it actually helps with the pain while performing repair, helping the body to perform repair on damaged nerve endings and nerve tracts. And that is very unique. There are a few other modalities out there that are risk-free, like laser therapy is, and have been really proven and shown to work so well for rebuilding damaged nerves. But you have to be able to take that information and then put it into practice, right? Know how to use laser to help your patients, what the dosage is, what the treatment itself looks like, uh, the treatment patterns, what settings on the laser to use, what type of laser. There's a lot that goes into that, and I think that's probably why we've seen so much interest in the podcast episodes that we do on neuropathy, because those are the questions you need to have answered if you're going to start helping patients with laser that have neuropathy in your practice. You've got to know those things. All right, so the second big topic that we saw being very popular on the podcast for downloads was building laser therapy practices. Now, we've got just two episodes on this, uh, episode 5 and episode 13, and again, we'll put the links in the show notes here so you can go back and look at those. But I think this continues to say a lot about practitioners are looking for good ways to implement laser therapy in their business, in their clinic, so that it works for them from a business perspective as well as working for the patient to get the patient better. What I like to do is start to identify disconnects between research and practice. I think that's actually pretty important because when you look at the evidence behind laser therapy for things like neuropathy, you say, why isn't this being used everywhere? Where's the disconnect? Well, the disconnect is like we were just talking about, actually making it work in your clinic. What does the treatment look like? What does the laser settings look like? What type of laser should I be using? How many treatments do they need to get? 
and, and so forth. And I think the same thing carries on throughout making laser therapy work in your practice. You have to know how to apply it, how many treatments it's going to take, when the patient should start feeling better. Uh, and when you go to, you know, if you've implemented laser in your practice, in many cases, this is a self-pay modality, which means patients need to be able to invest their money into something that's going to work. And I think honest practitioners have a really hard time taking a new modality like laser therapy and really strongly being able to recommend it because you, you haven't seen it necessarily work. You don't know exactly what you need to do for treatments, number of treatments, or, or, or the settings, or even what to tell the patient about what to think, what to look for over the next couple of days. Should they feel better after the first treatment? Are they going to get sore? Uh, is it going to be the eighth treatment before they feel anything different? I think those questions right there mean that when you go to sell a laser therapy package to a patient, and that's kind of a crude use of the word sell, really we're recommending care and then informing the patient what it's going to take to get them there, but we'll use sell uh, for, for shorthand here. When you go to sell a laser treatment package to a patient, your buy-in has to be just as high as the patient's. The patient has to be able to trust that what you're telling them is true. And if you don't quite believe it, if you haven't seen it in action, or if you're unsure that your protocols are really up to snuff, that they're really good, you're going to go in to try and sell that with very little confidence. And if you don't have a lot of confidence, the patient's not going to have a lot of confidence, which means they're not going to buy in. That's understandable. I mean, if if a car salesman is being like is going to tell you that, well, this car's pretty good. I think it'll run. How eager are you to buy into that? Probably not great. On the other hand, you can't really fake the confidence if you don't know. And until you have the experience and you've watched patients progress and do better, it's hard to have that confidence that you need to be able to tell patients, yes, this is going to work, this is how many treatments it's going to take, this is what I expect as far as your percentage of improvement. That's difficult. That is a big reason that we have LTI, that we have the protocols that we do and the ed education that we do, because that's how you overcome that initial lack of confidence is through education. If you know that you've been handed proven protocols that work in practice, you know you've got good laser equipment, and we talk about how the mechanisms in neuropathy works, we walk you through how to set up these treatment plans, well then you're going in there with a lot more confidence because you know that you're presenting really not just your plan, but a plan that's been verified and backed and supported by others' experience. If that's what you're looking for, you need that confidence through education, you need good protocols that you know are going to work, you need help even finding good laser equipment, please contact us. You can shoot us an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. Go to our website. There's contact forms there. Matter of fact, our website has just recently been revamped. Jay, our client relations manager, has done some incredible work on putting more of our resources online so you can see them. You'll want to keep an eye on the website because it's going to continue to expand and become a bigger and better resource page for you. You can go there and find out all kinds of new information. I'd highly encourage you to check it out. And again, get in contact with us. We can help you make laser therapy work for you, work for your patients, and work for your clinic. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. 
for massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.